episode 21 of October. We're finally um, legally allowed to drink. <laughs> episode wise, yes, we're legally allowed. Oh. Oh. So, should we introduce ourselves? Yes. Okay. So, my name is Sandra. Welcome to my mixtape. I'm tired, Costa. And you are? I am Hazan Genderbench Shane Madage. And this is Capitalism. Thanks. Thanks. I hate it. Hate it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, episode 21. So uh, I guess we'll just talk about how we had a little meeting briefly before this. And we've decided that, first of all, I'm going to be eating. And if anyone's bothered by that, I'm sorry. And second of all, our first segment used to be called uh, What Have I Missed? But for today, it'll be What's Annoying You? <laughs> so, Hosan, what's annoying you? Currently, what's annoying me is my lab. Because um, everyone who's done labs knows this, is when your results don't seem similar to what they should be, Oh, you have to fake sake. it and like you have to fake it. So I'm watching the videos my professor uploaded to help us with our labs. And um this always happens with me, everyone knows this about me, but the results are meant to be something like three point four five, right? Okay. Guess okay. what my results are? Um, Minus ninety-eight point four. How? <laughs> Listeners, I I am shocked to my core, and all I did was a ghost face to Hosan, just like, how in the name of mathematics did this happen? Exactly. So I did it again. I was like, okay, something clearly isn't right. And then my next answer wasn't any better. It was minus 0.45. Well, technically, it's not minus 0.45. It's 0.3945. And I'm like, I don't have... Can what you move the I decimal doing? and make it 3.94? Yeah, I'm just going to have to lie and be like, well, yeah, those results, um, they totally make sense if you don't look at it too closely. So yeah, that's I what hope none of your lecturers me. ever hear this podcast by some ungodly reason. <laughs> yeah, if they do, they're like, I knew she was bullshitting me. Speaking of which, have you made buddies and do they know you have a podcast? I have made buddies, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. I talked to this girl, and I consider us friends, even though we had one conversation. Okay. And That's how they start. I mean, I'm in the process. Okay. Yeah. Um, the main reason, well, I've kind of made friends with two people, but this girl I've been, like, talking to, it turns out we go to the same mosque, and oh. I never realized that. That's really cool. Yeah, because we were in this, like, lecture for the mosque, and... I was like, wait a minute, I didn't know her. I was like, Were you, are you in my bioscience? And she's like, yeah, I noticed that when we first met, but you didn't seem to recognize me. And I was like, are you? But yeah, that's what's going on with me. What yeah. about you? But wait, do they know that you have a podcast? Yeah, I do. I was like, oh, you should follow me on Instagram. And they're like, oh yeah, what's your Instagram name? So I'm waiting for them to follow me. Mm-hmm. And, you know initiated yeah and then once hosan what is it 
shows that there's a podcast, they'll be like, what the hell is this? Because <laughs> you're ashamed of me. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Kidding. Okay. No. What's annoying me is that every government official or whatever will come out and be like, oh, yeah, there's not going to be another lockdown. It's pointless. And then not even two to three hours later, they're like, lockdown five, we are currently in talks, and I am not surprised. (laughs) Did you just... That's my lung. (laughs) Pairing. No, no pair. I'm sorry. Sorry for the interruption. (laughs) Technical difficulties. No, but, like, it's just so annoying. And then I calculated it yesterday... And I'm far away from someone, three counties, no matter where they are. No matter where we are, we're always, there's always three counties between us. I just... That just... That sounds horrendous. I'll be honest. It is horrendous. So they'll be like, oh, I'm excited. I'm getting scones today. And I'm like, oh, nice. I'm in work. (laughs) No, Oh. Sandra is the epitome of long distance right now. Yeah. But apparently my skin is glowing, says my dentist, even though I have a matching spot to one of our friends. Oh, wow. That's how you know your friends. That's not how you know your friends. Yeah, shout out to one of our friends that was in the Zoom call. You were self-conscious about your spot, and I have one in the exact same place, and I completely forgot because it wasn't noticeable on camera. So, we're besties. Um <laughs> I guess, like, I'm just, I'm done with the whole thing. I've just, I've accepted that we're going into level five soon. Mm-hmm. They'll probably tell us tomorrow, and I'll probably not be working for a bit. So, I really, like, I'm kind of worried if they do, because I know not everyone's going to be able to survive another lockdown. Yeah. Like, financially, mentally, physically. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know. And I think it's really hard on families. And I just don't like it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, But yeah, if you need any advices on braces or if you have pain or something that's dental related, I guess hit me up in my DMs because I won't charge you, but I will give you advice that you can have from your home if we do go into level five. Which I hope you don't. But this is specifically if you have braces and all. I am. Tell them, Hosanne. Tell them what I am. Sandra is a dental nurse. And just so you know, she's already booked for me. So she might not have time for you. (laughs) I was looking for a fountain of knowledge. But that was so much better. Thank you. Um, I think we've, we've gone too deep. I think we need to reel it back in. I think we need to go back to your realm. And this would be <sighs> Forgotten Figures. Forgotten Figures, people. <laughs> so, today on Forgotten Figures, if I can find my mouse. Okay. He's not so much forgotten. Sorry, guys, it's a man today. Oh. Regretfully. Oh. JK, we stand people. Hashtag um, everyone is equal. <laughs> 
No, you don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll say more later. Um, anyway, go on. He's kind of just forgotten, but I thought I thought it was important to talk about him because he created something that's very vital, though not a lot of people realize. Okay. So who am I talking about? Good question. So I am talking about Mr. Cleisthes, who created democracy. He was a Greek Damn, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> go on. So, if you love reality reality talent, you have uh, Cleesdees to thank for that format. If you hate reality talents, you also have Cleesdees to blame. Because the very structure of voting and democracy and making decisions by the voice of the people, Cleesdees is the man to thank or blame. So, who was he? He was born into an aristocratic Athenian family in 570 BC. He held minor role in the governments under the tyrant Hippopies. Hippies. Hippies. Do you want to spell it out for me and I'll give it my best go? H-I-P-P-I-A-S. Hippias. Hippias. I'm, I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> so... He, ha- he was just did minor random things in the government under the tyrant Hippias. Bio. Hippias. We're just going to go Hippias, with that. So does sound great, though. <laughs> until Hippias actually had a huge falling out with Cleisthes' families, and Cleisthes was forced into exile. So, what did he do? Of course, he went to what most people in trouble do. He went to the oracle, uh, oracle at Delphi. And he claimed support from the Oracle at Delphi to convince the Spartans to help him remove Hippi Hippot We're sorry that Hippi- we can't pronounce this man or person's name. Uh, in advance we speak a good few languages between us and we butcher them quite often. Sorry in advance. And and he was a tyrant, so we're gonna hold on to that. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. so H man, let's call him H man. H-man. So, so convinced support from the Oracle to convince the Spartans to help him remove H-man from power because, really, the Spartans just wanted an excuse to fight someone. They were getting a bit bored being normal. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the Spartans succeeded. They're great warriors. And with H-man disposed, there was a power struggle between the two camps, the Isagorius camp and the Cleisthes camp. Isagorius camp did have greater military might. However, Cleisthes had the support of the peace people, possibly because of his political, like proposed, his proposed political reforms. Mm-hmm. So, instead of the city of Athens being ruled by a few well-off families, mm-hmm. um, citizens were divided into tribes um, mm-hmm. by their locality, sort of like constitu- constitutions. Yeah. Not constitutions are constitutions. Uh, constituencies. Yes, constituency. Mm-hmm. So, any man who was registered as a citizen could uh, participate in the brule or the council of 500 where decisions were made by voting, raising your right hand in support and staying silent and still if you weren't in support. And there wasn't really a like um, test or some sort of thing for citizens to be chosen for their government positions. They were just kind of chosen randomly, like a jury pool. And although the only people that could really vote at the time were old white men, not that much has changed. Mm. Um, 
and who owned proper- property who weren't slaves or whatever. Hashtag um, we don't have our own houses. Um, but yeah, even though they were the only people who could vote, that was actually the first time that uh, democracy made an appearance and would be the basis for all future republicas. Mm-hmm. Replicas. Republicas. Mm-hmm. That word. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Or a word. <laughs> so that is the man of the hour. <laughs> mm. Can we give a round of applause? <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So now it's time for Bubba Baby Got Books. Um, I think you should talk about uh, the library's most rarest book that you're trying to get. Like, damn. Yes, actually, I should talk about this. Um, so basically, my friend, um, she and I are huge book fanatics. Now, I say that like I have one friend who's a book fanatic. Yeah, this friend is not me. She has other friends. But yeah, um, so we were just talking about books, and she was like, "There's this really cool book you should read. I, it's called some. It's called. Hold on, let me just make sure I get the name right. It's like Girl, Woman, Other. I think. Yes, yes, yes. Girl, Woman, yeah. Other. Um, Girl, Woman, Other. It's by. It's the eighth novel written by Bernadine Ivaristo. Um, so yeah. Itzy, and my friend recommended it to me, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a look. I'm not really interested in these kind of books, but I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to order on the library, and there are two, I think there's three, like, main places you can get it. Other places have, like, copies on order. Yeah. And one place has three holds on 45 copies, mm-hmm. which was Carlo. Then Dublin has 157 holds on... 280 copies <laughs> and then uh, I think the other place I don't remember where it was it also had like 94 holes on like 100 books and I was like what is this book that everyone's obsessed with honestly honestly they're acting like it's the best of the best yeah so, if I'm honest it doesn't look that exciting <laughs> just saying like it's a lot I bet you they must use it for studying or something. Like, it must be one of those mm. books that everyone does book reports yeah. or something on. Like, an essay-based analysis. But I said mm. that because I don't have many books on at the moment. Just because, first of all, I'm at work. Um, mm-hmm. So I've just been managing my work-life balance. I'm trying to get yeah. into exercise more, so... I haven't been on that. And YouTube is just there. <laughs> so I do kind of rely too heavily on that. Um, yeah. but I'm hoping to read more soon. I just, I don't know. Just hit me with some recommendations. I need a good, easy read. <laughs> just like, I mean, I am baby level right now. Like I, I'm in my twenties, but know? I just want to like be nostalgic. Yeah. I actually, I have this children's book on my <laughs> reading list because it looks so interesting. I yeah. put it on there. I think it's called like, um, it's a Spanish tale, I think. It's like the bears coming home or something. My friend was looking at my TV red list. She's like, that's for toddlers at bedtime. And I was like, don't judge a book. It looks fascinating. It's only True. three friends who studies English, she recommended a bunch of books for me that are graphic novels that they actually studied yeah. in college. So, like, they're fairly well-known, and they seem really cool. And I just haven't yeah. picked them up at all. So maybe for Christmas or something, I could buy them. Maybe. 
Ooh, I should show you the book I just finished. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Zan, do be getting the book. She's getting the book right now. Oh, I'm going to talk about Hosan's betrayal. I'm going to talk about Hosan's betrayal. What did we say? Not even, I'd say, three days ago. I showed you the BuzzFeed Unsolved trailer. And I posted it to our friends. And I was like, uh, at Hosan, uh, a viewing session is in order. Like, basically, like, us watching it together. Not even three days passed. And she put it on her Snapchat to me. She was like, I'm watching this while studying. And I was like, I, I literally, I'm sorry. I, it's just, I have an exam. I really wanted to watch it. And I was like, I wonder if Sandra will hate me. I didn't hate you. I was just so sad. I, I was literally at work as well. So I was like, I can't even turn I know. I felt, I felt so guilty when I watched it. I was like, sorry about that. Are you watching Two Spirits? Too many spirits. Uh, no. By them. Where they drink too many spirits while talking about oh, ghost stories. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. It's been good. They have two episodes. Oh my god, we have to stop doing the promo for Ryan Bergara, Shane Madey, and what is it? Stephen Lim. This is a bit much. Good content like, though. If, if someone was listening to this without really knowing our personalities, they would think that we're low key getting sponsored by them. No, this is I've had friends ask me, like, are you doing the advertisements for Puppet History? Because, like, you're going a bit much. And I was like, no, I genuinely just need someone to talk to to me about it. And Hosan can't watch stuff currently. And then the moment she can, betrayal. (laughs) I have it saved until I watch later. And every day I'm like, oh, just two weeks left. Just two weeks left, I can watch it. I know, I know. I'm going to um, dress up as ye old professor, so got to be good. Brilliant. Can't wait to see that. Going to be for our um, Halloween episode and might be live, might not. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to see about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is the book I just finished. It's the You Handmaid's finished Tale. the Handmaid's Tale? It's the graphic novel, though. I want to read the actual version later, but I want to read the graphic novel. I, the I have the actual version, but it's the cover. It's so pretty. Mm. Yeah. And the drawings, and I just love the art style of this. Did you so get it from nice. the library, or is it yours? Yeah. Uh, no, I bought. I got it from the library, because usually I like to, like, read books before I actually buy them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't like having books that I don't actually want to keep that's actually a really good idea on the topic of books so i don't know if i showed you this i, I think mm-hmm. i put on my story mm-hmm. but i did find this oh thrifting oh oh sorry yeah. for context i'm owing because it's a sherlock book a sherlock holmes book actually um they came with these little like bookmarks marker things and i want to give you one because <gasps> i have two one of them says, we solve crimes, I blog about it, and he forgets his pants. And the other one says, like, I'm a consulting detective. I'm the only one in the world. I want to give you this one because it's, like, our durability. Yeah. Not durability. Yeah. Duality, you know? The blogging one. Yeah. yeah. But, like, so. here's the true question. Are you Sherlock or are you Watson? And am I Sherlock or am I Watson? See, that's more difficult for me because... At times, you're Sherlock because you actually have somewhat of a sense and you're, like, you know, more professional. No, like, 
I feel like we split between it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You hatch me on a day when we're going out to town, and you're definitely the Sherlock. Yeah. Because like, I just can't keep it together. Be the complete yeah. But then if we're going podcast, it's like every week is a new character. Sometimes we're Mycroft yeah. and Sherlock, and we're just not dealing with the world well. We're dealing with each other, and we're acting like we're not, but like, the world? <laughs> ugh, big. <laughs> Definitely. I there were times when I was watching Sherlock and I was like, honestly, Minecraft is a moon. Just like, ugh, mm-hmm. humans can't relate. And people are like, Aren't you human? And I'm like, Don't be disgusting. <laughs> Don't be disrespectful. Um How dare you? <laughs> speaking of big, don't think like that, lads. The big discussion. We have a big discussion today. So keeping in the theme right. of October. I thought it would be great for all the history buffs in our uh, viewing and listening box people um, to vote mm-hmm. on whether I was going to talk about Disney or Halloween, like the origin of Halloween. And everyone yeah. <laughs> that voted was literally like the origin of Halloween. And then I asked everyone, who's going to listen to our podcast then? Y'all disappointed me? Y'all? You vote on the theme, but not tell me that you're going to listen? Bruh. That is is outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad. Just thoroughly disappointed. Just disappointed. Yeah. As you should be. Okay. So, you know what's great about Halloween? Mm Mm-hmm. Besides the candy, all the good stuff. It's actually known as the Celtic Festival Festival of Samhain. Now, we live in Ireland, so we know it's the Irish Festival of Samhain. Excuse them. Irish. Irish. Um, that was horrible. <laughs> um, so, Halloween. Beautiful Samhain. Uh, this, all this information that will be collected today is from history.com. So... Reliable. Reliable. Uh, I know we've upgraded from Wikipedia. Even I'm surprised. Honestly. (laughs) So Halloween is a holiday celebrated on each year on October 31st. And Halloween 2020 will occur on Saturday, October 31st. The tradition originated with the ancient festival of silence when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Now, Hosan, what's the catchphrase now? If I Sorry, say ghost, what's the catchphrase? If I say ghost, you say... Busters! <laughs> I like how I was just going for a simple boo, and you were like, no, 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 busters. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> Uh, if that's not the first thing that comes to your mind when you say ghosts, we can't be friends. JK, we can maybe be friends. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, they would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Since Halloween is kind of cancelled this year for obvious reasons, um, I would say still wear a costume, party around your house with your fam, and, you know, just make some stuff, eat some stuff, watch some movies. 
Just my Not that you need Halloween to use as an excuse to do any of that. Honestly, no. But am I going to use it? Absolutely. <laughs> now, in the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1 as a time... Uh, November 1. November the 1st. Sorry, lads. Uh, mm-hmm. As a time to honour all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve, and after, uh, Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festive gatherings, not appropriate for now, donning costumes, and eating treats. Now, Hosan, (coughs) what should be preventing you from eating sweets besides this, and what is not? Very, what is it, very dental appliance. Could you tell me what dental appliance is supposed to be preventing you from eating as much, but it's not? Um, I think it begins with braces. Yeah, yeah. Hosanna's currently doing, you know, the good old teeth routine. (laughs) Did you say metal face? (laughs) I'm sorry, I meant braces. She meant brace face. But anyway, I say it, I say it with admiration. Um, but as we say at my clinic, yeah, you can eat sweets, but you know, be careful and brush your teeth and floss and do all the good stuff. Yeah. So let's go back to Halloween and ancient origins of Halloween. Do you have any idea what I'm going to talk about here? Um, I feel like you're going to go into the, if I'm not wrong, is it the Celtics that, for the pagans, I suppose. It is the Celts. You are right. Yeah. I just wanted to say, while you're on the topic of Halloween this year, obviously being different, there was actually a few things that my friend showed me. She's a, what's it called? Electic witch, I think. Electic? That's what it's called. Electic Electic witch. Yeah. So she was just telling me some interesting stuff that was going to happen this year on Halloween, and I wanted to know if you wanted to hear about them. Absolutely. Please tell us. Okay, so this year... A lot of witches um, are actually really excited for Halloween. Excited and fearful at the same time because apparently there's going to be a full moon on the night of Halloween, which we all know is very... Witching blue. hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a blue moon. Mm. Now, that's really exciting because I've heard of blue moons, but I'm not exactly sure what they are. Not going to lie, when I first heard of blue moons, I thought they were the thing from Smurfs where the moon actually turns blue. Not gonna but lie, that, that is. I, I thought of that and Blue Corn Moon from Pocahontas. Yeah, so the term Blue Moon actually it's something that happens very rarely. Yeah. And it's basically just like the astronomical definition of a blue moon. It's just where the moon is like full and seems bright upon the blue night sky. Aww. It's actually just more blue. Love that. The moon so, is wonderful. Very very exciting for that and also um here's some things um that actually seven awful things that have happened on halloween throughout history would you like to hear oh my god it was an i was not prepared for this level of research absolutely okay so number one the first awful thing that happened on halloween on october 31st 1922 was the rise of fascism for fuck's sake, bro! Ah, I'm gonna take a screenshot of my face. 
That's gonna be our cover for today. Um. Also, oh wait, if that's gonna be the cover, I suppose we should wear my scarf then. Sorry, I'll do the face. <laughs> Us making a thumbnail. Wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for that pause and intermission. I had to make a weird face to promote our podcast. Um, but the second awful thing that happened was I'm kind of a fifteen-year-old William Anthony Odom in 1990 hung himself while staging a gallows scene in his horror house. Lads, in I just 19- I wasn't ready for this. Hosan didn't let me know, so now I'm eating my Toblerone in silence. Yeah, this was a surprise I was keeping. I was like, Sandra's gonna love this. I don't know whether to love or hate at the same time. It gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go on. So, number three, we have Satanic Murder Premonitions in 1981 when the son of Sam, serial killer, um, this couple was murdered in their home, and it turns out it was the son of Sam, so. That's right. very right. And this is why we're kind of grateful we're staying indoors today. Very. In 1977, um, one-year-old Naima Louise Carter went missing from her cradle and then was never found again. And her babysitter was convicted of a murder afterwards. So that's exciting. Hold on, how can um, you say that with a straight face? I'm sorry, I'm just kind of, I, I always get this from people, they always tell me I'm a bit, like, not sensitive. No, it's not enough. that, I, you're just relaxed, and I'm like, the research really paid off, because I, I would just kind of, like, do a frown after every sentence pause. Um, 2005, um, there was a dead body hanging from a tree in a garden, which was thought to be a decoration, real person who was turned out to be missing. And after that... What do you mean after that? What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm sorry to headphone users, but... I told you, it it still gets worse. Yes, of course it does. Um, Although, if I'm honest... The rise of fascism should have been the last point. Yeah, you you led with that, and I was like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> so number six, we have a missing girl, missing mistaken identity. This nine-year-old girl in 2012 on Halloween was shot outside her house because her relatives somehow thought she was a skunk because she was wearing a black dress with a black and white hat. That is the most shittiest parenting I've ever heard in my life. And it gets worse, know. doesn't it? It's so much worse. <laughs> of course the it does. Okay, that, that's still, that was an accident, right? Her relative was so remorseful. She was like, what have I done? Because for some reason she thought she was a skunk and she had a fear of skunks. She there. didn't live, did she? No, she died. Of course. Of course. Okay. Um, but. Deep breath. Deep breath. Halloween. This, I actually believe, inspired the very urban legend Candyman. You okay. might have heard of this. I have. Um, 1974, Timothy O'Brien was eight years old when he was when he ate Halloween candy that was spiked with cyanide, and it turns out his father 
was the one who spiked the cyanide because he recently took out a huge life insurance on his son, so he murdered him to get the insurance. So that's not great parenting. I, I just, yeah, yeah, that that's not good parenting at all. And that's keeping it mildly. Yeah. Um, this one, okay, this one is kind of in between Halloween 1st and November 1st. It's not okay. Halloween 31st and November 1st. But this postman just going on his mail route during the early mornings. And he, like, noticed there was this dead body on the street, which he thought was part of a Halloween decoration. Nope, it turns out that man had had a heart attack and died in the street, and everyone thought it was a Halloween decoration. And I'm just reminded of everyone's stupidity whenever any holiday happens. Like, emergency rooms just get flooded because of all these dumb people that just see a body, and they're like, ooh, what a stunning decoration, well done. Like, bro... And the most recent happened in 2014. This is the last. Oh one. my God! Wait, let me let me breathe. Like like breathe with me. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. So, 2014 was another bad year for convincing Halloween decorations, as when a man dragged a headless body out of his apartment then kicked the head to the other side of the street, which people thought was a Halloween prank. And the truth only came out to, came later when someone tried to remove the dead body and realized it was a real person. And the sad thing about it is that the body belonged to Miss Patricia Ward's son, who had a, sorry, the body was Miss Patricia Ward, whose son had a, a history of mental illness, and that night decapitated his mother and kicked the head into front of a moving train. And that's why I can't blame anyone for not liking Halloween because it does it does get a bit much, lads. I'm not gonna lie. Like I have, I wasn't even there to witness any of this, and I'm still like very shocked. Yeah. So I mean, you can't blame people for. I mean, though you shouldn't say, "Oh, it's just because of Halloween," because stuff happens on Christmas and normal days too. It happens every day of the year. It can happen to anyone, so we always have to be careful. Um, I'm going to put on a hoodie because I think that I'm getting cold because I'm getting freaked out. And maybe we just need to go to the more, I don't know, the beginning of the era. Why was this deemed a special day, you know? So. Yeah. So the Celts, who lived 2,000 years ago, Mostly in the area that we know now as Ireland, (laughs) Uh, the United Kingdom, and Northern France celebrated their new year on November 1st. This day marks the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter. A time of the year that was often associated with human death. Well, some things haven't changed. (laughs) Code of the day. Honestly, things are still the same. Things are still the same. Fascism is still here. Unfortunately, oh God. If someone wants to, I don't know, advertise our pod, maybe not the quote to go with. 
Maybe not. Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to know uh, what the Celts believed that on the night of the New Year, what would happen? Uh, yeah. Please, enlighten me. So this is very Halloween Town movie vibes. The va- the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. Yeah. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to the earth. Ooh. Indeed. In addition to... Oh, con- that- oh sorry. That- sorry. Go on. No, no, keep going. <laughs> Damn it. In addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Celts thought that the presence of other otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Druids, or Celtic priests, to make predictions about the future. For people entirely dependent on the volatile natural world, these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long, dark winter. Now you may speak, my child. Sorry, I just wanted to say, isn't that why they started wearing masks to, like, hide that they were human, so, like, the spirits, or is that someone else? I feel like it is, but as we get on, I think so. But I think if I'm reading the the next sentences down, yes. So, basically, they built huge, the Druids built the huge sacred bonfires where people gathered to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. And then during the celebration, the Celts wore costumes, typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. Um, so as we see, it's very like spiritual-based, even yeah. like much like today. Uh, the amount of tarot readings on TikTok alone, on our For yeah. You page. Me and Hosan have this theory that both our Instagram feeds and our For You pages are the same. We're essentially just turning into the exact same person. However, I am white. <laughs> we are different religion groups, technically, like, and how our family yeah. interacts. Different languages, different sexualities, yet both our For You pages are like, cottagecore. Tarot card reading. Witch talk. Drake, like, Draco talk. And she'd be like, I saw that or I was just about to see that. And I was like, I sort of got, I'll be, I'll be seeing it like a week beforehand. And Hosan sends it. And I was like, oh, I should have sent it to you. (laughs) Okay. So basically, when the celebration was over, they relit their hearth fires, which they had extinguished earlier that evening, from the sacred bonfire mm-hmm. to help protect them during the coming winter. Did you know that one quarter of all the sweets sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween? Hmm, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Now I am going to go to your favorite, the Romans. My man, the Romans, absolutely, actually psychotic people. I stand. <laughs> By 43 AD, the Roman Empire had conquered the majority of Celtic territory. In the course of the 400 years that they ruled the Celtic lands, two festivals of Roman origin were combined with the traditional Celtic celebration of Samhain. The first was Feralia. If I mispronounce anything, forgive me. A day in late October when the Romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead. 
the second day was a day to honor uh, Pomona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. Uh, Their symbol is the apple, and the incorporation of the celebration into Samhain probably remains the tradition for, oh my god, of bobbing for apples! That still happens on Halloween! Oh, tying it back to to our previous episode. Never thought I'd say that. Uh, uh, Oh my god, I have a fabulous photo of witches costumes so that's a very cute there's like a whole gallery if you want to read more about this so basically on may 13th 609 a.d pope boniface the fourth dedicated the pantheon in rome in honor of all christian martyrs and the the catholic feast of all martyrs day was established in the western church and then Pope Gregory III later expanded the festival to include all saints as well as martyrs and removed the observance from May 13th to November 1st. So it is kind of interesting how even though everything is being influenced by the church, they yep. moved it to what was already considered a tradition uh, before them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So very, very good. I'm going to skip through though, like, because otherwise we'll get through, we'll be here like a whole day. But basically, Halloween. It is like very long, because um, obviously it's the history of a very famous holiday. So we're yeah, just going like to skip through the exciting bits. Yeah, yeah, like we'll just skip. Let me see. Hmm. I have another. Did you know? Ooh. Uh, more people, especially millennials, are buying costumes for their pets. 20% did yeah. so in 2018, up from 16% in 2017. So can I assume 24 or 24% in 2019 and then like near 30, 28% 2020? Yeah. Well, I don't know because, you know, that whole recession stuff is probably going to happen. But, you know. Uh, I will say though, as much as it looks really cute for people to have like, their pets in costumes i sometimes feel like when you put your pets in certain clothes it seems like they're uncomfortable with it or they get annoyed by it and i'm like is it really worth it for a few photos to annoy your pets that much i agree it's kind of like with children like if you buy them halloween costumes that are as comfy as their regular clothing i don't think it's a problem like you can easily put a a few month old baby in a onesie that's like pale yeah. And put a little blankie and say they're a ghost or oogie boogie. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have like those really elaborate ones and you can just tell the child was horrendous throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just not it's just not good. Apparently it's not worth it for a few photos. Apparently in the nineteen twenties and thirties, uh Halloween uh had a lot of vandalism uh beginning to plague the celebrations. So that's a bit odd. Yeah. But then by 1920 and 1950, trick-or-treating was revived again. So. Oh, yes. Very oh, that sucks. Imagine being a child during that time when you couldn't trick-or-treat. I mean, some people are doing that now, I guess. <laughs> oh. 
but yeah, I'm not going to really read through most of it, but it does have some, like, great insights into, like, black cats and ghosts, and, like... Yeah, maybe you could leave a link or something in the comments if people want to read about it further. Yes, I will leave a link, and I also will leave a link in our Instagram post that I will advertise everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was very nice. It's a very long article. You can, like, skip through and read what you want, so... It's really cool, and more than likely, yeah. uh, at least one person will be interested, considering all of you were voting for it. So, uh, so it's time for it's not a moment, it's a movement. So, what kind of stuff did you bring to our table? So this is not technically a movement or Hosan every single week. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's just, it's one of your quotes. It's like, look, technically, it's not. <laughs> yeah, Sandra's coming out here like, here is a very useful organization. I'm like, okay, technically, this isn't part of the rules, but. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, there, uh, it's a film. It's this new film. And it's called, it's by Celestia star Rowan R. Amon. And uh, Kian Reeves is an executive in it as well. He's an executive producer. Everyone say it That's with not me why now. I'm... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why I'm promoting it, though, is because it's actually... I think people should go watch it. Uh, it's a film starring Rowene uh, Amon and produced by Kian Reeves, and it offers a speculative vision of Mary Jones, a black trans woman and a sex worker in Soho in the 1830s whose history is forgotten by all. And Keanu Reeves has been quoted saying, like, I wanted to support and produce this movie because I feel like movies like this get snubbed by the media. And I was like, we stand. I am so happy you brought this forward. I can't believe that this is the first week we're both bringing LGBTQ plus content, Hosan. Hosan, this, this, this... Okay, okay. See, we're just on the same wavelength. We're just here. we're just on the same wavelength. So, um, as many of you may know, uh, Disney Plus has added many things to their web page and app. I am not a member of Disney Plus, however, one of my friends is. Shout out to you. And um, she was kind of showing me how they have like short films and like really cute stuff. So I did kind of look on YouTube for like reactions of these cute shorts and I watched one of them that was mm -hmm. very nice. It's called Out and it's about a man who is uh, in a relationship with his partner or boyfriend. I don't think they really specify, but he like his partner finds a photo of them together and he's like, look, look at our one of our first photos. And he's like, oh, it's amazing. And he's like, you have to tell your parents that we're together because it's been so long. And then he's like, yeah, I will when they get here, but they'll never come over here. Like and then plot twist, they come to his house and a lot of stuff ensues. And I'm going to say they have a very cute dog. That's a hint. So I'd say do watch that. I also watched a short that wasn't Disney uh, on YouTube. That's called Drawn by Drawn to You. And it's about mm -hmm. uh, two uh, what appear to be females drawn in a page. And then they're ripped by the protagonist's mother in half. 
And then the one page goes to the bin. One page is stuck to the wall next to a boy drawing, quotation marks. Uh-huh. And then what you actually see is one girl uh, escape the page and go on to a bunch of other pages seeking her love. So I think that's very cute. And I also want to say during COVID, um, local businesses and small businesses are really finding it hard to keep up. So I'm not going to yeah. recommend you go to cafes or restaurants if you can't or if they inevitably close down. But I would say maybe use their takeaway service if you're not making dinner or lunch yeah. or if you're having a special occasion. I would also say a lot of uh, friends of mine that have started uh, new businesses are selling jewelry and pins and they have a lot of good Halloween merch. Shout out to uh, yeah. Lula by Sophie and treetop tree trinkets uh they're selling really cool stuff and if you dm them uh you can get custom stuff i think or if you go on their etsy you can specify what custom stuff you want or the colors or whatever yeah. so you should purchase from that and also since it's halloween i know that lots of people might be dressing up why don't you instead of buying first-hand stuff like going to tesco and stuff unless it's for children because i know that children want like really new stuff but if you want something a little bit torn a little bit worn maybe go secondhand maybe go on depop thriftify thread up a lot of websites and apps that can help you and they're technically organizations i guess i was recently (laughs) watching this documentary on the fashion industry and it's kind of shocking how much like waste is kind of is produced because people always want the latest and brand new stuff when in fact you can find the same thing for not only a cheaper price but also secondhand so you're not only helping the environment you're also saving money so i actually think if you can maybe opt to go for the secondhand option absolutely because you're also helping businesses that support secondhand and you're also helping the environment so i would say if you do think of buying uh like maybe an item maybe look see if you can yeah costume maybe try and find a second hand first i would definitely say me and hosan are definitely a part of a bit like medium families medium-sized families and we get a lot of hand-me-downs and then they get passed through generations or we give them to charity shops but then you know you also swap with your siblings or share with your siblings and I think yeah. during this time, especially when you're trying to make a new wardrobe change, I would just stick to home, <laughs> stick to local. Yeah. Yeah. That was very Because chances are you'll probably find something you like more instead of having to look like tens of thousands of shops for one specific item. Oh. You do tend to find stuff you like more. I'll just say, we've all been there. When you go to Penny's and you get that... Ch- pair of jeans or that top because you needed a new one and it had to be that color for whatever reason and then there's at least 20 other people (laughs) that are wearing the same thing as you at any given time so yeah um i'm really proud of us i can't believe we both brought lgbtq uh content that's really new i love that might introduce that more often so I guess it's time for spin the track. Do 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 mixtape of the week.
Mixtape of the Week. As you know, Mixtape of the Week also always features podcasts, songs, and maybe extra content. So, Hosan, what's your Mixtape of the Week? So this week, um, it is not a podcast. Shocker. Ooh! But it's the new... I haven't seen it yet, but I'm very excited to watch it because I loved the first season. Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh my god. You are you a Neve and Cahoots? Are you a Neve and Cahoots? That's all I've heard about this week. I haven't watched it. And all she talks about is like this episode though. And I'm like <laughs> It's I can't wait to watch it. Like Y'all and Cahoots. I love the first season. This episode so is rigged, lads. This episode is rigged. I don't know how. They haven't even met. Like yeah, um, I I would ask you, ask Neve if, because I know that this season, The Haunting of Bly Manor is based on the book by, uh, I think it's called The Turn of the Screw by Henry James. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I haven't read that yet, but I want to know if someone who's read that has watched the second season and what they think of it. So if she has, let me know. I will, I will ask Neve. I, I will ask her if I don't inevitably just send her the podcast and be like, listen, you've rigged it. I'm not even joking. Uh, on the subject, what is it? On that subject, um, we were choosing like what to watch together in like a number way. Like you, we'd pick five things, and then you would say like out of five, which number you pick. And I'm not yeah. even kidding. We bet we picked three times. We flipped a coin three times, and all times it landed on Doctor Who. <laughs> Now, the Doctor has spoken. And what episode was it, you may ask? The Day of the Doctor. I know. That is just a masterpiece. It's one of her favourites. So, enough about Neve. Enough. Clearly you've read this episode. Um, <laughs> it's time for my mixtape of the week. So you talked about Bly Manor. The Haunting of Bly Manor. I would say I am thoroughly invested in quite a few things. I would say BuzzFeed Unsolved, so excited for the season. I really didn't think they were going to go through with it. I'm like, thank goodness. Um, Shane and Sarah invented romance. Sorry about it. (laughs) They're so cute. I'm like... It's actually upsetting. Lads, if you saw the post I shared on my story... That's Shane and Sarah. They invented I liked, romance. I saw it 10 seconds before you posted it, and I literally thought to myself, Sandra's going to post this. What do I look on my stories? Sandra has posted it. <laughs> and I didn't say anything to Ozan. That's just, that, that just, you know, you know? I literally yeah. looked at it, and I thought the same thing. I was like, Hosan hasn't liked it yet. I'm going to post it. That's scary. <laughs> That's that's borderline haunting. Haunting. Um, yes, yes. Um, also, uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, Jessica Calgren Fozard, um, she just posted a video that I think you would like, Hosan. Also, uh, it's called. It's about lavender weddings. So for anyone who doesn't know, a lavender wedding happened commonly in the 1900s between a lot of like 
movie stars. And it was basically when a man or woman was homosexual and married a person of the opposite sex to act like they were straight uh, as recommended by big cinematic uh, productions like MGM, etc. So, Hosan, do you want to watch it together after this? Yes. Okay, thank no, God. Maybe not today, but like definitely plan to watch it together. If not, you can watch it on your own because I did watch it. So, it's fine. Okay. At least. Thank God. <laughs> um also i would suggest that if anyone uh has spotify or any um music service this is not a plug for us <laughs> um i would suggest making yourself a playlist or exchanging a playlist with someone is so intimate and so cute and it's just so nice and then you notice like the common um songs you love together yeah, it like brings up a topic of conversation for you if you're trying to find a way to like uh, vibe with a person. Absolutely. Um. So I don't know. I'm feeling a bit peckish. I'm. Have you ordered? No, I haven't ordered. Have you? No. Wait. Do you see that table? That looks delicious. Um. It does. It looks do you? Phenomenal. Do you want to say it at the same time as me? Um. Mm-hmm. I'll have. <laughs> What she's having? <laughs> that was Basic. so in sync. Perfect. Chef's kiss. Uh, what are you having today? I am having a lot of fluids today because I'm feeling like drinking a lot. I don't. I don't know why. So this morning I had like um two cups of tea, mm. and then I had like some potato meat mix thing that my mom made last night. So yeah, there's that. But yeah, just fluids today. Mm. Water, staying hydrated. Also, this cup was given to me by my good friend Kainat, and I love it because it says just one more episode. Which is just <gasps> when did she give it to you? On my birthday. I love it. I just found it in the attic because I was cleaning. I was like, that's so it. cute. Oh my god. Oh, also, yeah. if you didn't see Hosan's post where she talked about so basically Hosan had this video on Instagram uh in her story that was like everyone's here worried about coronavirus meanwhile and this was before the first lockdown and what else did it say meanwhile it was like meanwhile me thinking about how I'm gonna entertain myself for two weeks I really thought lockdown was gonna be two weeks (laughs) (laughs) and then I literally replied like Honey, you don't even know. You're going to start a podcast. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and Halima messaged me as well. And she's like, you absolute fool. I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, I love Halima. I hope she's going to listen to this episode. <laughs> I hope so. I'm going to send it to her and be like, girl, you following? <laughs> mm. Mm-mm. So what are you having? Okay, so I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I feel it like it's because it's winter. My throat is feeling very dry and stuff. So I've been having mm-hmm. quite a lot of noodles, a lot of water. Uh, mm-hmm. As you know, when I'm working, occasionally I do have a latte. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, what else? 
I'm skipping out on the vegan cheese this week. I never thought I'd say it, but yeah. I'm skipping out because I bought one that was kind of smoky flavor and it's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that good and I'm kind of upset because now I have to finish it. Uh, I know, what a first yeah. world problem. Uh, I'm also going to have probably, uh, I haven't tried it yet, but Alpro Greek style vanilla yogurt. Yeah, yeah I got that today, so might just try that. And Hosan, can I let you know on a good, good thing that just happened? What? We have a one-hour podcast this week. <laughs> oh, I never thought we could have done it again. I feel bad because we have been lacking. But to be fair to us, those conver- those topics were a bit like kind of just opinionated because once you said what you had, there wasn't much to further elaborate on exactly that's why like i felt so guilty but every single time we'd finish me and hosan would be like it's 48 minutes what are we doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um i don't know i'm trying to think do you have any other topics because i think we have one more episode before our um halloween episode we might i think it's either a Halloween episode next week or after. Hold on, let me check. Yeah. So, Ozan and I next, are checking our calendar. No, next Sunday is the 25th. So, would that be our Halloween episode? Yes. Yes. Because Halloween's on Saturday. It's the 31st. I'd say so, yes. So... Halloween episode is probably next week. And, Hosan, I've already told the other contestant the topic. She has had some time okay. to prepare. So do you want the topic? Yes. Hosan, the topic of the puppet history quiz held yeah. by yours truly is... The origin of coffee. Phenomenal. What can I say? Phenomenal. I mean, Hosan has had a quite a bit of coffee in her days and also quite a bit of an addiction i would say just a bit uh puts a bit of hair behind let's not forget those mornings i would come in and my friends would be like you look like hell and i'm like i just had 12 red bulls so i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i'm not in a good mindset currently lads thank you meanwhile i'd come in and i'd be like hey lads i'm cooking today and they'd be like pasta and i'm like yeah and everyone would be like she's in crisis mode it was no we we had our features we did have good pro well not good but a good set of problems i'd say um so i think it's time we say bye to our boys and gals our non-binary pals and um that was really a struggle i don't know what it is with me today and um we say goodbye and my name has been sandra welcome to my mixtape i'm tired and you have been Hazan gender bent shane madage and this was episode 21 of capitalism thanks i hate it <laughs> bye everyone sorry i just in the end <laughs> bye bye